Yo, 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 what up everybody? So today is um, Sunday. I think the time shifted. Let me see what day it is. March 14, uh, 2021. The time did shift. I think. Not 100% certain of that. Um, <clears throat> it's about 2.30 in the afternoon. I'm out here firing up the... The barbecue grill. I'm going to cook some chicken. I cooked uh, a couple of hot dogs to start off because I hadn't eaten any lunch or breakfast. So I cooked up that little eight pack, little 79 cent bar S uh, imitation, everything. But you know what? You can have a couple of those and it's not going to hurt you in your whole life. I, I don't. Maybe it will. Maybe it won't. Who knows? So. With that said, as I munch on a chip here, I just run over, run back this COVID one more time. Because now I'm starting to see a lot of people that I personally know get vaccines and get, uh, or like my grandfather, he got his, both of his shots. And I'm assuming that this vaccine is, you know, making its way down to the normal, the normal Joe. So I expect, again, as I mentioned on a chip, I expect things are starting, going to start to get very interesting here as far as who doesn't want to get this vaccine and who, what's going to open the time frame for things to open. Uh, myself personally, I think things should be open. Things should also be closed. Um, but I mean, I don't have the ultimate say in in any of that, but here's what I am going to say. I want to get my vaccine as soon as possible. So as soon as I know I can get it or apply for it. Or, you know, get in line for it. I, I'm going to, and then I'm going to make the days to uh, to do it. Because I know you got to get one one month and one the next month. Or three weeks later or, and or. Um, like a month later. But it's not, not a big deal. I can do that. I'm my own boss, so. But with all that said, it's going to get very interesting here. Um, looking forward to it. Concerts back on the road. Movie theaters opened up. Bars open. I can't wait to get that little card or a little piece of paper that says I was vaccinated. And also the stimulus is hitting. Um, some people I'm hearing are getting like seven grand. Seven or eight thousand, ten thousand. I'm like, wow, damn, I should have had some kids, I guess, along the way somewhere. Um, <laughs> but that's neither here nor there, but that stimulus is here not coming in the right time too. A lot of people are still trying to make up for, you know, Christmas and stuff. 600 was nothing. I was a drop. What people needed was those several thousand dollars hitting, you know, and it never came. And that's. Partially why the Republicans are out of power all across the board. 
and why this got done. Um, I know a lot of people out there dogging Biden for taking a couple of two months. But I think this round coming in and then with the vaccination and we'll get America back on track and back to being the leaders of the world, um, both technologically, scientifically, you know, economically and so on and so forth. Uh, but that's hitting in. Uh, these vaccinations are hitting in. Like I said, I know, I know about several people now that have got this vaccine. So I'm kind of excited to hopefully join them soon enough, you know. So I, I want to get I want to just be free of this COVID. I don't want not that I'm scared of COVID or anything of the nature, but, you know, I just want to be free of it. Myself personally, a lot of people don't care for the vaccine or really they're against. I think it's going to turn you into a zombie or they're going to control how many kids you could have. Or I don't know what kind of bullshit theories are out there. Um, but that again, that's neither here nor there. So uh, that's some just some weird conspiracy shit. <clears throat> some anti-vaxxer shit that's seemingly everybody that's pro that was pro-Trump uh, is in that line and I'm like mm-hmm. maybe they deserve to die off slowly a slow painful death but either way um, with all of that said all of that said I want to get into this week's um, episode and I don't know how long it's going to run because I'm in the middle of cooking I'm in the middle of hopefully I don't get cut off anymore I don't Nobody should be calling me. Um, I'm in the middle of... It's also Sunday, so I'm in the middle of relaxing. I gotta do some laundry here. But we're gonna do an album review. And this album is not new. It's new to me. It's actually newer. But it's not new. Um, we're gonna talk about Caliucci's. And I hope I'm not butchering, butchering her name. Um, Sin Miedo. Uh, I, I gotta say, I thought Bad Bunny's album was rocking, you know, and I said, like I mentioned, like, I, I went back and listened to a lot of his, um, older stuff, and I see the progression in his music, like, of how he got to be that, get that number one record, and, you know, what went into it, and I, you know, and I'm not drawing any comparisons because there's I don't think there's a comp- a comparison between the two other than they're Latin artists. Um, but what can I say, man? I mean, if you haven't listened to Caliucci's Sin Miedo and you're you can speak Spanish or you speak the language and you want to listen to some good tunes. Boy, oh boy, is that are those some good tunes there? I, I mean, like I'm, I'm completely. I, I've listened to the album now because that the, her album "Sin Miedo." Uh, let's take a quick peek at what it's actually called: "Sin Miedo del Amor y Otros de- Demonios Infinity." Caliuchis uh, came out uh, came out in 2020. So let's see. Let's pull up if we can pull up. Real quick here. 
the doo -doo 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 -doo. let me see if I can pull up the one that actually came out uh, November 18th 2020 so we're like five months removed from that um, and you know I don't know where it's peaking but I hear she won a Grammy for it just recently um, let me see. I'm trying to dig up any sort of wiki, wiki info. Let's see. Uh, do, 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 do. It's featuring a bunch of people. It says it peaked on the billboard in the top 200s. Uh, length is about 35 minutes. It's a really short album, but it's a phenomenal album. And I, and I think... Uh, you know, I think personally, it's some, it's a phenomenal, phenomenal, uh, it's an, it's an amazing album. I, I mean, I, in so many, so many words, how can you say amazing, but it's, it's a fucking great album. It's great. Uh. Like I said, I can't draw any comparisons to her because I, I'm just recently new to it. So what I'm taking into consideration is um, how new it is and what we got, what we, what I got to go off of, um, You know, like I said, the album is good. The album is amazing. And then we're going to get into it right now. I was just Googling around right there for a quick moment. But let's let's get into this album. What do I know about it? And what do I know about Caliucci's now? Other than I can't, I can't stress it enough. The album is amazing. Um, I kind of ran into it. You know, I guess that Twitter algorithms or the... YouTube algorithms had been spying on me. And, you know, was, and sometimes like stuff like that, I find it okay. At other times, I feel it's a little intrusive when I'm thinking about taking a vacation and I, you know, and then all of a sudden vacation ad pop up like, hey, you want to go on vacation, don't you? Why don't you fly on over to, you know... Cancun for the weekend, like, hey dog, like, I was just thinking that, how the fuck did you know that? But I'm assuming that for me googling and searching up Bad Bunny stuff, you know, some of his live appearances and things of the nature... I think, can you hear that sizzle of me grilling up some chicken here? Let me lower the flame just a bit. I know you can hear that sizzle, right? Yeah. Well, anyway, so I'm assuming they, Twitter or Google, maybe them both, maybe even Instagram, had seen me liking Bad Bunny shit kind of paying attention to him and they were kind of pumping me the 
you know, like, well, if you like Bad Bunny, maybe you should give Caliucci's a try. And specifically, uh, Telepatia, uh, that song, which is, I, I guess, her single. Now, I took a listen to it and I was like, you know, this is kind of an interesting song. Um, Telepatia is, it stands for tele, telepathy. Um, it's got a bit of a, you know, the, it, it may be the song in general, but uh, there's, a, there's many different flavors to the album. Uh, but what stands out to me, it kind of reminds me of an old East L.A. Chicano, you know, Rafi Pagan uh war kind of sounds a little bit like malo y tierra um you know uh, there's so many artists like that my neighbor is actually a big you know west coast and some of it's not even west coast but it's just that that, that latino sound of music um like it's like rafi pagan and so on and so forth but telepatia has got a little bit of that flavor sound into it and i was like but this and then the song is not bad I, I, this the single now that is by far not the best song on the album uh i don't even rank it in the top five best songs on the album from what i can listen from what i've heard i get that they got to bring in people like okay try it out if you like it cool if you don't like it well maybe try a different song uh, but I get that maybe a lot of people like because it kind of kind of reminds you a little bit. And there's other songs that I think really pull on those threads of uh, an old school East L.A. And it's not even East L.A. Um, that kind of style, that West Coast, uh, Latin Oli's mix. Uh, there's they they pull on they pull on several of the songs on there. Got little elements. That I'm like, hey man, if you like, as you hear the sizzle again, as I flip some chicken, um, they got little elements of it in there. Like, it's not they didn't they didn't go back in time and attempt to redo a, a Latinoli's. Uh, album? No, they did not. Um, but what they did do is drop subtle. Like I'm like, you know that if this was if this song, if she was in that, she would be. She probably is an absolute legend now. But if she was around in those times with Rafi Pagan and in War and um, Malo Tierra, you know, you know. In that era, she she would have been one of the top, just off of the song she created. Now, like, and I and I feel like even now, like those, it's probably you could easily slip in a song or two of hers and pass it off as like an oldies, Latin oldies, and nobody would know what it is. But they'd be like, "Yo, what is this song? I never heard it before." And you'd probably be like, "Oh, it's some Latin oldies from." 
I don't know, one of these artists that never made it. But And people would probably be like, oh, I never heard of it. That's a good song. I like it. That you could you could easily do that with some of her songs, and and nobody would know. But as I as I said, let's get back to the, uh, Telepatia, uh, and I hope I'm saying that right. Telepatia, yeah. Uh, that song drug me in, and I was like, okay. I'll give it a shot, you know, I'll give, I'll give it a chance, as I give most things a chance, you know, I'm not such a hater to where, well, actually, that's not true, because if we're gonna go music for music, I will not listen to any Five Finger Death Punch song, uh, that band can suck a big fat dick, um, I won't listen to Five Finger Death Punch, uh, I refuse to listen to Volbeat anymore, um, and there's several bands, but that's on the metal end, but when it doesn't come to metal, I, my taste buds... My musical taste buds are somewhat open so long as, you know, they hit certain notes for my taste. There's certain things that I'm enjoying in a musical aspect that's not metal. Uh, because I can be a fan of whatever I want to outside of metal. On, metal, on the metal spectrum... Uh, it's very, very specific. You know, there's got to be built a certain way or I won't really listen to it. Uh, I, I'll even give it, even if it's not built a certain way, I might give it a chance. But after that, I'll I'll dog it and I'll be like, you know, this band uh, is trash. That That's just the way I am when it comes to metal and metal only. But when it comes to hip-hop, R&B, uh, musics of different backgrounds and flavors, I, I'm willing to give a little bit more than just a shot. I'll give it a... Uh, a hell of a shot, like, so, after I was listening to uh, Telepatia, you know, I listened to it twice, and I was like, you know what, this isn't, not, it's not a bad song, so, I got onto Apple, which I do, I have, Apple Music is phenomenal, I, Apple Music is better than Spotify, and, and don't let the Spotify freaks uh, tell you otherwise, uh, Spotify is a good service, um, but what I kind of feel is so much the the music quality is so much better. As I go, let my I'm gonna go let my dog in the house, but uh, I gotta let him in the house because he's bugging. Go on, bug, get up in there. Go on, go, go. <clears throat> and not and and I should maybe I shouldn't dog Spotify because Anchor's buddies with them. And before I get too distracted, uh, hopefully the video podcast, the video blogs be, uh, they're not coming soon, but hopefully they'll be sooner rather than never. Um, so, well, as I was saying here, before I got sidetracked. So I gave it a chance, and I was like, "Okay, let me hop on Apple Music and um, see what this is about." Um, and Twitter does that thing too, where I start liking like Bad Bunny jokes, or you know, I've been kind of trying to get into Latin Twitter to see what they're what's going on on Latin Twitter, because there's different sections of Twitter. There's Black Twitter, where it's the Black community retweet. They they all retweet their. Sh- 
their uh, their tweets and they got a lot of friends. And I noticed, I'm like, well, Latino Twitter is kind of... there. I think there's a lot of young Latino Twitter, not a lot of old Latino Twitter for whatever reason, which is okay. I mean, I don't care one way or another. I follow who I follow and I tweet who I tweet. And I know who I know on there. That's what I do. But... Um, <clears throat> So I have been seeing Cali so I was like, okay, let me try it. And I got to say, um, within the first two songs, I was like, all right, I'm going to listen to this whole album. Uh, La Luna Enamorada and Fue Mejor. Uh, actually, Fue Mejor is probably, I don't think it's the top song on the album, but it is definitely... Top two. I don't know if it slips to top three. But it's up in the top. It's up in the top three for sure. It's not the top song. Uh, the top song for me is, is a whole other one that I think is built a whole nother way. Um, but La Luna Enamorada is a, gr- is a good song. It's f- a phenomenal song. Uh You know, it's a good, it's a good intro. It's a good, very, very good introduction song to what you're gonna get, basically what you're gonna experience, and then you get hit on right back with Fue Mejor. It's a little bit more. It's a little bit more of a modern style song. Um, it's got a little bit more up tempo to it, but La Luna Enamorada kind of breaks it down to you what you're gonna get in the album. With this, the Kaliuchi's voice is phenomenal, man. But it was blowing me. I was blown away within like the first two songs. Actually, Telepatia was the first time I listened to it. And I listened to the first two songs on the album. And I was like, I was completely sold right then and there that I was going to listen to the entire album to see what was up. And, you know, you get hit with La Luna Enamorada, which is the very first track on it. Uh, like I said, it breaks it down to you about what you're going to, you're going to get a, a, you know, a heavy handed, uh, Latin influenced and not just like a reggaeton style, like kind of what, what I think Bad Bunny's older stuff was a little bit more on the reggaeton side. Uh, and then as he got to the album, I can't pronounce it cause I don't know all the letters, the one with the bike, the kid on the bicycle. Once he got to there, I really see like half of the album being like if he was making it for his reggaeton fans and the other half was like, well, I'm going to just try like making like different kind of songs, maybe even rap songs. And, he, and then on his latest, El Ultimo Tour del Mundo, uh, he really transitioned to where there is like a there's like two or three reggaeton style songs in there. But then other songs like you can't really tell the distinction of it being, you could have put Post Malone on his album, and that album would have done numbers as well. The music is that good, uh, and there is just a, 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 just a little nugget, a little crispy, a little like it's a little twist of like it's a little little pinch of lime um, drizzled in the album that were to where you know it's like okay, well this is definitely Latin style music, uh, but. Caliucci took 
her album and you know immediately what kind of Latin music you're getting. You're getting like a very not reggaeton. It could be like Mark Anthony, maybe early Jennifer or late or middle Jennifer Lopez. You're getting a Shakira, a little bit of Shakira flavor. Um, but to me, Caliucci's, and I, you know, it's no disrespect to J-Lo and Shakira, but I think they were hampered by their times and perhaps even by the music industry. And, but Caliucci's came out of, I, I think Caliucci's, I think this is, it's a phenomenal, it's a phenomenal endeavor by her. I think, um... She really swung for a grand slam, and she and she hit it. She connected, and and I think I really think hit a grand slam at the park. And I'm kind of wondering myself personally um, if she can if she can repeat the success. I wouldn't mind. Like I, I haven't gone back. I've listened to a little bit of uh, her other album. I listened to about half of it, but I have not got to. Isolation have not got through it all uh, because I was like, yo, uh, seeing miedo is just fucking, it's just like, it's just ballsy as a motherfucker. Um, and like, yeah, like I said, like she, she hit this motherfucker out the park. Um, and it, yeah, I could tell that within like the first two songs, See, the first three songs I listened to, um, and I and I believe Fue Mejor is probably a top three song. It's not to me. It's not the best song on the album. Um, you know, and then you get uh, Aguardiente Limon right after Fue Mejor. Uh, I, and I and I can't repeat the lyrics. So they're still new to me. I, I've been listening. I've been, but I've been listening to the album for about a week. Um, as I mentioned, maybe even about a week and a half. Even as I mentioned the last podcast towards the end. I knew I was going to do this album review because I was at that point I was already like three listens into it deep and I've been listening to it ever since and and I can't stop listening to it because it's that fucking good and I want to tell people about it and show people about it but it like um it just I haven't had the opportunity I I'm still listening to it myself um trying to picture these songs when to use them you know because she's got some absolute club bangers. Uh, Fue mejor. You could probably throw up in the club or throw up at a, you know, at a party, backyard party, and people would turn up, not not even knowing who it was. Those are the kind of the beats they have, but they are a Latino beat. There's no, there's no two ways about it. Um, Aguardiente Limon to me is a is a good song too. It's a good follow up to Fue mejor. Um, and I and I gotta say, man, like that that's probably a top five song as well. I don't know if it breaches, you know. Let me let me just give this out there because I gotta go. You know, let me give you my top songs. Uh, Angel Sin Cielo is the last song on the album, and it's like a two minute song. Uh, and it's only like there's only like three lines in it. Uh, but to me, I like the song. I like the way it's built, constructed. Uh, it's very dramatic, it's very, very romantic. It's very, uh, it hitting some old school notes. You could, there's a, there's a whole old school Latino vibe in the music. 
uh, kind of reminds me of uh, when Linda Ronstadt did her um, Canciones de Mi Padre. Her album, that it, it kind of got like that big voice to it, but it's a woman voice. And it's, it's, it just could, it, the, the song construction to Angel Sin Cielo, which to me is the best song on the album. It's the last song. Um, it, that's, it's an amazing fucking song. And I'm, I'm like, I probably listened to that song probably now about 50 times because it's so short. I'm like trying to figure out how the fuck, and not that I'm figuring out anything. What I'm doing is I'm listening to it and I'm like figuring out how the fuck, you know, maybe how it was made. I just, just trying to think of like, When, I, when I'm listening to it personally, what I'm hearing is like how the, I, I'm like just trying to figure out like how they built it, um, you know, because it's got a slow guitar, but it's very Mexican style guitar. Um, and the what just the whole construction of the song is is amazing, and the lines are uh, "Angel sin cielo, hay que hacerlo sin miedo." La vida es una y a nadie le debo. Those are the only, that's the only lines in it. And I know those now by, uh, like, the back of my hand because I've listened to it so many times. Um, it, that, that's my favorite song. But I think that is the best song on the album. Um, whether anybody would, it, there are probably people tell me, no it's, no, it's not. But that song is just, it's an amazing uh, it's it's amazingly it's a it's fucking constructed amazingly. It's an amazing. It was pieced together, amazingly, man. I mean, I can't. That's like I said. That to me, that's the best song. So, you can argue with whoever you want to argue with about what's the best song on that album. And I know a lot of kids would probably hung up on. You know some of the other songs which I I understand there's you know a lot a lot of younger kids probably wouldn't understand that song in general like okay well that song has got it you know but musically I gotta say it's a the, the song is tyrannical like we're gonna like that song is tyrannical as I poke a hole in some bullshit over here. I'm not supposed to have a hole. We'll just do this little switcheroonie there. Uh, anyways, uh, so Angel Sin Cielo is to me the best song on the album. Uh, hands down. Uh, follow up, but it, and then again, I mean, I'm cutting, I'm cutting threads here, finding out what are, the, because Telapatia is obviously the song that's the single. That's what's going to bring the people in. That's going to get the most attention from this album. And I, and I don't got a problem with that. I mean, I, I see, you know, that's, a, that's how it got me in. Uh, that happens to be. The method that 
you know, the record industry uses uh, to bring people in. You know, they, they come out with a single and they're like, okay, well, if you like this song, maybe you should check out the rest of the songs, even though that song might not be the best on the album. Which is, it, it, which is the case here. Uh, probably, you know, I don't know who their fan base is. As I, as I'm now, I'm grilling up some meat. I gotta, uh, hold on one second. Let me, let me get back to my train of, train of thought here momentarily. As I, as I put these meat, these meats down on the grill. The chicken is done being grilled. And I'm putting, putting some meat down. Okay, so. Angel Sin Cielo, probably the number one song for me. That's a song that I think is the best build overall. It's just the top, a top song for me. It takes it takes the top honors in the whole album. Um, it just does. So, like I say, argue with whoever you want to argue with, with what you think. But I think, and it's probably the top, the 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 second song overall. I got a tie probably between La Luz Fiend, uh, featuring Jay Cortez. Another that that song is amazing, and I think they took Jay Cortez out of his element, leveled him. Um, you know, um, they leveled Jay Cortez from being just a strictly a regular, and they gave him a more of a Latin song to sing. And, and I actually think it does wonders for him. And I think maybe uh, Jay Cortez can uh, he he should learn from that. Uh, because Jay Cortez is coming up, you know, Jay Balvin as well, you know, Asuna and, and so on. These reggaeton stars following up Daddy Yankee and right now in the shadow of Bunny. Um, you know, what I mean? and I want to do a, a, a podcast or maybe I want to discuss it at length at some point. The reggaeton revolution of Latin music and what it's done for... Uh, Latin music going forward, you know, we were no longer, you know, cumbias and and Vicente Fernandez anymore. This Daddy Yankee kind of was Daddy Yankee, Pitbull, Don Omar, um, Wizen and Yandel. You know, a couple of forebears really changed the whole entire game. Daddy Yankee being you can't deny his his reach in his uh command of the field but they really changed it up and i think now going forward you know in the next 50 to 100 years that's going to be the new these are good these are going to be the faces of latin music as they pretty much shove out the way vicente fernandez and and you know aguilar and you know 
so on and so forth. And there's always going to be those fans. And, and probably like myself, I'm a fan of Danny Yankees music. And I'm a fan of Pitbull. I'm a fan of Bad Bunny. And I've never not listened to Vicente when it's on. It's not like... But as a young kid, now, you know, you go to school, especially, in, you know... You go to school and... You know, you're sitting next to this Latina girl and she's, you know, you know, her parents listen to that old, that old uh, Vicente and, you know, and she likes the music, but it's a little old. And then you get, you know, you start talking like, hey, do you listen to Bad Bunny? Like, yeah. Oh, I like his song. I like, you know, this and that is the other thing. So that's happening now. Um, but Caliucci's, yeah, I really think that she leveled the playing field with Jay Cortez, and I hope he learns from it as he is. And he's a big star himself. No, don't get me wrong. Um, but I gotta think La Luz Fiend and probably Fue Mejor are probably they're interchangeable as to me as what is the better song. Um, I think La Luz is La Luz Fina is a little bit better than Fue Mejor, but I think Fue Mejor has got a little bit more of an American style to it. So it, uh, between those two songs, those are the top two songs. You know, Aquí Yo Mando uh, is another good, but that's more of a club song. It's more of a banger as well. And that's a good song. Uh, que Te Pedí, No Eres Tú, uh, Vaya Con Dios. Que Te Pedí, uh, Quiero sentirme bien. And I think Vaya con Dios. Those to me really remind me of uh, No no Eres Tú, Soy Yo, and De Nadie. Those songs really got, they really pull the strings on um, the old Latin albums that I was mentioning before. And just those Latin artists. They really, they really threaded some of those tones in in her album there and that's kind of was like even some of those songs are not as good as the ones I've been mentioning um even though I think I just mentioned all the songs Te Pongo Mal Prendelo is a good song um that's Te Pongo Mal Prendelo is probably the most reggaeton song on the album and I get that they were not gonna let the reggaeton fan base slip through the fingers uh, you, you're not going to do that. So any Latin artist coming out now is going to have a song or two in their catalog that's kind of got that reggaeton beat, which kind of has like um, the drums are kind of set up a certain way. Um, they got that kind of flavor to it. You, if you know reggaeton, they all kind of got a similar style beat. Uh, Te Pongo Mal has got that flavor to it. Um, but most of the other songs are threaded a different way. Uh, phenomenal, actually. Um, so, okay, so Angel Sin Cielo to me is the best song. You got Fue Mejor and La Luz tied for two or three. Um, Aquí Yo Mando is probably a top five song for sure. Um, uh, yeah, and I gotta, you know, maybe 
See, this is where it's going to get tricky in, in trying to decide this album because uh, the La Patia is probably her number one song, just streaming-wise and known-wise. And I just... It's not... It doesn't make even the top five of her the songs on the album. And I, and I think... Um, I think she knows she put in a hell of a lot of work in the La Patia, even though that's the single. I think that's the single, and so is La Luz is the single, Ace or singles. Um, there, there's there's so much better songs on the album. Um, Aguardiente and Limon is probably a top five song as well. So, you know, and then again, like, you know, No Eres Tu is a fucking is a is a jam. Uh, que te pedí is a jam. Vaya con Dios is a jam. Um, you know, the, the album is fucking good. And it's short. So you throw this on and you're going to listen to it on your way to work in the morning one time through. You'll get the whole 30, 35 minutes. You're not missing much if you're driving uh, anywhere in California. You, you're going to hear the whole album by the time you get to work. Or three quarters of it depending on how far you work from your job. Uh, but again, again, I, I can't stress this enough. Those songs that I mentioned as the top five. So well, let's go to the top five. Angel Sin Cielo. You got Fue Mejor. I got La Luz. Um, tied at two or three. Aquí Yo Mando. Uh, probably fourth. Uh, Aguardiente y Limón. Probably... Fifth, that's rounding out like those are the songs I would tell people to listen to over Telapatia. Now, Telapatia, see, okay, Telapatia, if we're gonna go there, it hooked me in. So I immediately, it's a good song, but it's not top five. There's only, there's 13 songs in there. Each one of them have, they're like, you know, there's 13 songs, so there's about three minutes a piece. Uh, no, actually, I don't know what's 35 divided by 13 off the top of my head, but you go 12, 24, about a little bit more than two minutes a piece. Um, the only song that maybe you wouldn't put up there is, is La Luna Enamorada, because I think that's kind of an intro song. But then again, you could say the same thing about Ángel Sin Cielo as an outro. But it, to me, it's a phenomenal fucking outro. Uh, it's a phenomenal fucking, you know, song just in general. I can't, you know, like I still can't, the the man or the women or the team or Caliucci's herself, you know, I'm not sure who constructed that song, who built it from from its inception to the lyrics, to the way it's presented, to the way it plays out. Um, it's it's almost got a horror a horror vibe to it. Um, but it's got this kind of it's kind of got this deep angelic, kind of like gothic Roman style vocalization to it as well. Um, it kind it just I can't I can't get over that song. It, you know, and I'm already forty some minutes in talking about this album. Uh. But like I said, it, the La Patia is the, is her song. So if you are on the, the wondering, maybe you should start there. Uh, but as I mentioned, it, it, Fue Mejor, 
ángeles sin cielo, uh, la luz fin, aguardiente y limón, aquí yo mando, um, shit, you know, those are some good songs, and, and I highly recommend those songs, better than Telapatia, but I hope Caliucci's runs this back one more time, you know, because I, I, I think her other albums are in English. And while I don't got any, I, I haven't gone back, I haven't done my due diligence and at least listened to those albums. Oh, I listened to Isolation, Halfways, and Por Vida, I haven't even touched. Um, and that, that has nothing to do if those albums are good or not. Obviously, people liked her then. Uh, she's got songs with Tyler, the creator. So I know he's really popular, even though I don't... I actually don't listen to any of his music. Uh, not that I don't like it, or I just... He's kind of somewhere, and I'm somewhere else. And I just... We, I have not crossed that path, so to speak, yet. Um, if you know what I mean, I just have not... Had the opportunity to be like, oh, you know, Tyler's creators made this album that I've everybody's talking about, so let me give it a little or n- nothing like that. I mean, I don't know nothing about his music in general, so I can't hate on it at all either. I mean, that's not what I'm trying to do. I just haven't haven't had the opportunity to listen to anything he's produced in its entirety, so to speak. I don't want to say entirety, but in just in general. But, <clears throat> but I'll probably go back and listen to her stuff, her old stuff, and see if I can find the direct link. Because I know she's uh, Colombiana, and I kind of got the feeling that like, this was coming. Like, even in isolation, there is some songs, like I think Flight 22's got some Spanish lyrics in it. I think there's some songs with some Spanish lyrics in them. If I'm not mistaken. Um, but I don't know if I was looking for that. Or if there was... it's If this was... I, I don't know if Caliucci's album Sin Miedo. If this was an album coming. Like if she was trying to. And they just put... They were like, no, just make American songs. I don't know. Uh, from what I think she's tweeted. And what, what you can Google on the internet. She said nobody wanted her to make this album. But then again, I don't know if this album was, if it was coming as what I mean by that. I don't know if if in her older stuff, if they were all American lyrics and maybe she just did a hook in Spanish. Or if she has like a Spanish song here, a Spanish song there. And then, you know, most of the songs are in English and maybe a Spanish line here or there. Or, and I don't know none of her features either. So I'm kind of wondering if this is, you know, like... I think Pitbull should have done a Spanish album in his in his heyday. He should have attempted it anyways. Uh, I don't know if he has or not, but the first three or four albums were they're all English with Spanish hooks. Uh, so that's what I mean. I don't know if Caliucci's was um, done like that, and I don't know if, um, but I don't know if this was an album that was coming either. If you if you following what I'm saying, I don't know if. Maybe she was like, you know what, I'm not going to get stuck in this pit bullshit. Maybe I can't get out of, you know. And she was like, you know, I'm going to just swing for the fences. But, I, and I got to say, as a, as just a fan now of her music, 
specifically this album, she swung for the fences and fucking nailed it. Um, and from what I can tell, she's becoming, she's getting more successful. I just, she just tweeted she got a Grammy. Uh, I don't know if the Grammys are today. I don't follow that shit. So I'm assuming that that is um, big for her and big for perhaps her going forward. And maybe the album will now really take off and really, um, really hit going forward. But I, and I'm glad I got into this. You know, I, I think she was already popular before. I, I'm not going to say that I discovered her or anything like that. Which is absolutely not the case. But what I am doing is I'm talking about it now before this Grammy is official. or And I'm talking about it now because I'm like, well, it was that good. That, that album is that good. It was worthy of, like I said, I've been listening to it nonstop. Uh, I can't stop listening to it. Right now, everything else just sounds like... It completely, it completely came out of left field. And just like a fucking, a slug to the head. It just fucking, it hit me. Um, And I I, I gotta say, you know, I, I wanted to talk about other things on this, but it's already 50 minutes in. I'm still rambling on about how good this album is. And I can't stress it enough as I, you know, close out these next couple of minutes here. I talk more about the album than that the album's length. Uh, it's thirty five minutes. I'm it's fifty minutes now, and I know I've been. I only spent a couple minutes talking about some bullshit in the beginning. Um, and I'm this episode might run more than an hour because I just want to touch on some shit before I don't touch on it next week. You know. Uh, but yeah, the fucking uh I can't stop listening to it. It's an amazing album. It's an amazing piece of work. It's an amazing piece of art. Uh, she deserves all the credit she's going to get. All the Her voice is really good. There's absolutely no denying that she's got... She's talented as a motherfucker. Um, and, and I hope she runs it back. I hope in a year or two, maybe we'll get another album out of her just like this. I mean, I wouldn't mind another album like this. It's that good. I hope she's working on it. I hope she's sticking the middle finger middle finger up to the music industry and saying, you know what, I'm going to make these albums and they're going to be this good and I'm going to get a Grammy and I'm going to get rich off of these motherfuckers. Like, I, I don't see an issue. I mean, I, I, I know she was tweeted that, um, and I think there's articles saying that nobody wanted her to make the album or there's a lot of people maybe doubting her or hating on her. Um, but... You know, just I gotta, I gotta kind of say, fuck, man. Like, I, I want another one. I don't know about anybody else. I don't know, you know, what's their motive or not. Her not. I don't. It's not my place to judge. Um, but the the album is phenomenal, man. I kiss. I can't believe it. I just. Still blown away. I am probably gonna listen to it after I'm done with this. Cause I'm out here grilling. I got another twenty minutes between by the time I clean up, thirty minutes and and all that. Um. Yeah, just fucking. 
Caliucci's man. It came she came out of left field for me. Uh, hit with this album, and and you know what? The thing that's it's not a reggaeton album. It's not, you know, because I think there's a lot. Of, there's right now because there's reggaeton is so popular. There's a lot of reggaeton artists out there that got like a song, a good song or two in their catalog, and then you listen to them, and then you're like, well, let me listen. To and there's not that much there behind it to bolster it up. Like, oh, this is a good. This is a good, this is what's separating. Like Daddy Yankee's uh, Barrio Fino and, you know, the Big Boss album, you know, and Talento de Barrio and all them. Those albums had, for me, had songs up and down them that could have been singles. It could have been that those songs could have been like, yo, that's the song that got him on the map. But they're like... There's like seven or eight of those songs on that album, and there's there's songs that are good, that are probably even the songs that are not groundbreaking for him, you know, those would have been major hits for other dudes. Like wow, you know, uh, that's how good Daddy Yankee's some of his older albums were. Um, and I think for Cali Yuji's myself, this album is is phenomenal, man. Uh, really, really, and there's not, and she's all alone in the playing field. There is no, uh, maybe Rosalia, um, which Bad Bunny is now kind of like promoting up. You know, there's maybe, but there's not very many players in the reggaeton or Latino music because Shakira and J-Lo... And so on. So they're fucking not making anything new worthy of listening to anyways. You know, so. Callie Uchis is, she is all out there, all by herself. And like I said, she swung for the fence and she nailed it. I think that that I'm going to go down as a classic. Um, hands down, hands down a classic. Uh, it's that good. If she won in a Grammy over it, you know. It, it, I don't know if she, what I don't know if she, what Grammy she could be possibly winning for it. But what I do know is, if she won a Grammy, I mean, it doesn't matter what Grammy you win. If it's best Latina female artist, best Latino album, best. Uh, R&B foreign album you still you still beating out a huge playing field um, and and I think for it coming out last I mean it, I, I think she's rivaling right now I, I, and I know Bad Bunny he's gotta be like damn you know they gotta they gotta get a connection there there's got to be the connection there. Maybe Jay Cortez is the connection, but Cali Uchi's man, she she really swung for the fences, hit it, and I, and I can't say enough about it. Like like I couldn't get enough of uh, Bad Bunnies. I, I can't get enough of this album either. I mean, it's that good. Um, it's that good. I, I give it a phenomenal, like a ten out of a ten. And I think I don't know what I gave El Último Tour del Mundo, uh, but that one probably is a ten out of a ten as well. It's, it's and I went back, and I've actually gone back and listened to a lot of his older stuff 
phenomenal. I'm, I'm going to go back and listen to Caliucci's, and I don't know what I'm going to find there. But this is if I this is where I find her music, and I you know pay attention from now on. You know different things she drops. So be it. Uh, I'm late to the party, but then again, I'm late to every party. Uh, mostly, and unless it's in the metal, hardcore metalcore genre, then I'm not late to the party. As a matter of fact, uh, sometimes I close the party down. I, I'm like the cops. I'm like, nah, these fools are stupid. Or sometimes I show up to the party. I'm the first one there, and I'm like, dudes, you gotta listen to them because this album is. But you know, I'm late to the party on these pop shit, and I don't mind. But what I am going to say is the album is phenomenal. I got to give it a 10 out of 10. Uh, if you like, like I say, you like these old. If you're a fan of Shakira or Jennifer Lopez and you you would like Caliucci's new Latino shit. If you like reggaeton, you're going to like this album. If you like uh, old school vibe, Latin oldies, like I said, like a fucking Rafi Pagan. Um... Malo, a little even war, tierra, uh, you know, you're gonna get this in this album. You're gonna get subtle, just like like you're gonna get a little shot of limon on your beer there. But there's so much more to it. That, you know, it's a woman doing it, and I, and I think not that that's got anything to do with it, but this she did it good. This just reminds me of like some of the old, old, you know, like um, Linda Ronstadt's Canciones de Mi Padre. It just rem- it's got a flavor to it all on of its own. Uh, and I gotta think if you if you haven't if you like if you're if you're a young person, uh, a young Latina girl, and you're you know you like Bad Bunny, you you know you like Vicente, you know your parents that's what they listen to. And you want to hear something new? That's something for you. That Caliuch is probably it. Has that? I don't think there's there's nobody else in her even in her lane. She's in her lane all on her own. Um, and I say is that the job she did on that album is phenomenal, man. Um, I can't say it enough. I, like I've been, I've probably listened to it front and back now ten times. Uh. And as I segues to what well, I drove to Vegas recently uh, for just a, an impromptu midweek getaway because it was raining here at home and, you know, work gets shut down when it's raining. But as I segue to this, I'm going to pause this episode here and I'll pick it right back up in a moment. Okay, so I'm back here just uh, wrapping up barbecuing. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, I listened to Caliucci's Seen Miedo now about, uh, maybe not 10 times, maybe like eight times through, nine times through, 10 times. I don't know who's keeping, who's keeping count. Not me, obviously. Um, but I discovered it. I listened to it like two or three times or four times prior to, I headed out to Vegas just on an impromptu week getaway midweek uh it rained over here in california so as is the case with rain i can't work uh, i had gotten some funds in paid off some bills had a little bit left over i wasn't gonna go because i was talking about it nobody was gonna go and it was pouring and i was like what the fuck am i gonna do there i didn't, I didn't have no game plan i was just 
but I needed a little break. I needed a little, you know, just to, just to get out of my bedroom, get out of my, um, my work, get out of the same, didn't want to eat the same things I eat here over and over in the days off and just, you know, so I was just like, fuck it, let me go. And I was thinking about going to San Diego, but San Diego's nothing's open. I was like, well, maybe what about Vegas? You know, I heard Vegas is open. So I drove, and then actually Wednesday morning I got up at like the normal time I usually get up for work. And I was in the bed laying down at like 4 in the morning. I just was like, before I even think, or before I close my eyes or shower or take a shit, let me just see what it would cost to go out there for the day. Even for the day or, or even two days. And as I Google or um, searched <clears throat> rooms in Las Vegas, so the Excalibur, stayed at the Excalibur again, 35 bucks a night for um, Wednesday and Thursday night. Uh, it was like 100 and, I don't know, 120 bucks or something like that with the resort fees or whatever. Couldn't beat it. Couldn't beat it. Maybe it was 130 bucks. I don't know. But, but it wasn't expensive. And I was like, you know what? All right. For that price, I'll go. And I'll just have drinks. I'll eat some food. And um, you know, just live a little. And just get a, pull away. You know, you ignore the conditioned workload that... You know, if work will have you twisted, because you need the money to pay bills. You need the money to eat. You need the money, and work will have you working. And and you, they'll work you to death. If, they, if you allow it, you'll work to death. And there's no breaks, and people don't give a fuck. Because at the end of the day, somebody else is trying to tell you, hey, you got to work, you got to work, because we got to get money, and really you're making them money. And, and really, the, it goes all the way up to the chain. Corporations want you working because if you don't, if everybody in America stopped working, there would there wouldn't be no um, economy, so to speak. Of this is all built on the notion that if you somehow work, that you're going to get rich and somehow you're going to live a better life. And that's absolutely not the case. Uh, you could work all your life and be penniless at the end of it. And also at the on top of that, you know, I don't want to get into that bullshit. But so I was like, you know, I'm out of here. I had the time off anyways. Nothing to do. Uh, I was going to sit at home and jerk off or uh, watch anime, which I do anyways. You know, Or I could just run out to Vegas for a night or two and just drink and have a good time, uh, which is what I did. So when I went, of course, I listened to the album like twice on the way there, twice on the way back. And I mixed in some other stuff. So I was like, well, not, I didn't want to get burned. I don't want to get burned out on the albums. So I've been rotating like. When I'm here, when I was here working, even before last week, when I mentioned that I was gonna do an album review, uh, I was already listening to it. But it was, you know, you listen to it and then you pull away for the day, you watch some TV, and then you listen to it the next day. That's why I probably listened to it two or three times through initially, and then when I went to Vegas, I probably listened to it another five or six times on the way there, there a little bit, and then on the way back. Uh, that I think I listened to it twice on the way back, and I listened to it. Three quarters of the way through right now, but somebody was on my my account kicking me off of. I don't know why I get kicked out if I pay for the Apple Music. Why I get kicked off and not anybody else, which is some bullshit. Um, 
But as I was saying here momentarily, uh, yeah, I've been listening to the album. And, and I went to Vegas. I, I just pulled away, went to Vegas. So uh, I did a couple of things there that are worth mentioning. If not, I'd like to get into further detail, but I got to go back. Uh, the problem is with what I'm going to talk about is I was uber drunk throwing up everywhere and I didn't get to I ran out of time I ran out of uh, memory because of being drunk and throwing up and and I just ran out of effort so the first things first I went out to Vegas I went to go with, with the mindset of just drinking some beer eating some food no game plan but as I drove through it I got there checking in there's signs around there for uh area of one five which is meow wolf which uh i've been told to go to and, and people have gone and told me good things so not like i'm obligated to do anything anybody says but so i was like okay i'll try it um meow wolf is phenomenal man it's i don't know how to describe it it's, to me it's kind of like the mix between a john's incredible pizza or uh, but it's not. It's not nowhere near John's. John's incredible pizza is should be is put to shame with what they got going on. It's it's club. They got club music, but it's also it's also for stoners, and it's also for people that are taking fucking shrooms. It's it's for people that are. It's it's kind of like for kids, but it's kind of adult themed. Um, you know they got crazy. Um, it's just a whole crazy, the whole concept of it is so fucking good. It's so unique. I, like, you'd have to try it. And the one in Vegas, I think, is still new. And I think it's kind of, um, not as crazy as other ones. I think there's other versions of this Meow Wolf in different places. But the one in Vegas is, is clean. Um, and not only is it clean, but it's uh, it's fun. And I, and I was in there for a couple hours. Um, I went to Wink's World, which really blew you blew me away. That's kind of a fun house, kind of like a laser show, kind of like a three D show, kind of like I mean, I, I Wink's World to me is was one of the best things I did there. I highly recommend it. It's like twenty bucks per person to to do it. That's how they make their money. You get into this place for free, but the alcohol, the little shows they got, the little things you can do there is all kind of like, you got to pay to do this, you got to pay to do that, which is, you know, you got to pay to do fun shit, you know. So I ended up spending at Meow Wolf, I don't know, like, probably like a hundred bucks between alcohol, arcade games, and fucking, and I really wish I didn't fucking chuck the Meow Wolf coins. But I think I did. there Because I don't have them. Um, but I give Meow Wolf. I, I got to run it back. I was drunk. I, I've Initially right now. I probably give it like an 8 out of a 10 experience. Um, but. Their whole thing is like opening your mind. And, and I, I really felt my mind was opened a little bit. Uh, my third eye was woke. Um. You know, because when you do actually really sit down and think about it, I myself don't believe in God, obviously. But 
But I do believe that the infinite universe, and infinite, infinite, I think when you die, we're going to, you get set to travel just like the light. Like the light in you goes out, so to speak. Your lights go out. Yes, they go out your body and into the universe. You join, you rejoin the stars. We're star matter. We're star children. I mean, we're, life on this earth is not, uh, without the sun doesn't exist, which is the case. But that, I don't think that's totally true. Um, our lives, personal lives, or without the sun is not is not possible. But um, that's not the case for m- some other species of. And I don't and I don't know how true that is. I think that our sun gave us a good comfort zone to work with. Uh, but when we eventually do get out to space and colonize shit, we're gonna be without the sun. And uh, even though it's gonna be do- dark and cold, Star Wars shit. Um, it's neither here nor there, but we can still exist. Um, but as I was saying, I, you know, I kind of really felt that, you know, the shows in there were mind bl- mind blowing. Uh, I went to another show, but I can't think of what I went to because I was that drunk. I was already drunk. Um, yeah, this I give me I wolf like. A solid 8 out of 10. Now, I would, like I said, I'd like to run it back. Because there's other things to do in there that I didn't necessarily get to do. There's the throwing of the axes, which looks it looks fun. Um, I'd like to try that. I didn't go into the Omega Mart, which also looks like fun. It looks like something you would do. You know what? I think Omega Mart is kind of like... I don't want to describe it. Omega Mart is kind of like... Those gas station truck stops. You go to, they have crazy flavored sodas. It's got it's got that kind of a vibe to it. But it's also... They got like tattooed chicken. Um, just the whole vibes of it are... And and a lot of people are going in there. And I think you can buy a lot of shit, a lot of crazy shit. So, but I didn't I didn't go into Omega Mart. But I went to Wink's World. I got the 3D glasses before I did anything else. That was the very first thing I did in there. Once I figured out, because there's a little whole operation. If you've never been there, um, of course it's going to be kind of like, well, what do you do? Uh, well, I walked around it and I was like, okay, well, I've seen different things. You could ride, they have hang gliding. They got several different, uh, things up in there that you can do. Um, and, and like I said, uh, you could hang gliding there. There's, you know, I don't know how much the hang gliding is. And, and it looks like it, it's really short, probably like two minutes on the hang glide, which if it was like 10 bucks, maybe for the kids, it'd be kind of cool. I don't really recommend it. There's zip lining. Um, but I don't know how long I don't know how much you pay for that too at the link in at Fremont Street. Um, those are it's similar to that though. It's very simple, but it's indoors. That's what I like about it. It's indoors. And you get a I would wear my 3D glasses in there if you go to Wings World first and then did Haley's Comet. Um I would definitely do that, and then I would zoom around that place with the fucking with the glasses on. Uh, 
which is kind of like it's all and it's all in 3D. That that's another thing I like about it. Dark uh dark lights, whatever you call those. Um yeah, so Meow Wolf is is crazy. And I like I said, I started off with Wings World. Uh I felt like that's the best route to go. You start off with Wings World, you get those 3D glasses and you just walk around. I was walking around it with my 3D glasses. Nobody was telling me shit. But I was telling the bartender, I was like, you know what? You got to start off at Wings World. Get these glasses. Get I should get it. If you pregame it a li- just even a little bit. All you need is a little pregame. When I mean pregame, you go in there. If you're like me, you like to drink. Or if you like to smoke weed, smoke a little weed before you go in there. Because I don't think you can smoke weed when you... When you... Um, you can't smoke in there, I don't think. Let alone weed. Uh, you go in there, you maybe you take some, a sh- you know, a shroom. You're going to have, if you pregame it a little bit, you're going to have hell of a lot more fun. And I, I'm not talking about, as for myself, I didn't get, I wasn't drunk till I left. Well, actually, I probably was drunk in there. But I really didn't feel, I didn't throw up or anything till I got out of there. Which, you know, is not... It's not uh, not like I don't recommend it or anything, but I was I left drunk, so that's that's was cool. But I was drunk walking around in there a little bit, which again, like, is it's a good way to experience meow meow full for myself. Or I, that's what I would recommend. Get in a little pregame. But you don't have to. I, there's plenty of stuff for kids to enjoy. So if you're... You go in there with your friend. You don't have to get drunk. There's plenty... They got golf in there. They got... So they got... You got throwing your axes. They got... You know... They got golf you can do in there. They got several things you can do in there. Which are... Look hella fun. Uh, like I said, I didn't do the Omega Mart. Didn't get around to it. Which, you know, I don't regret because I was in there doing shit anyways. But there's there's definitely things I would like to do more in there. Um, that's one of them. Uh, but so Meow Wolf, like I said, I, I want to run it back when I go back. Uh, I just want to run it back. A phenomenal, phenomenal thing, man. And I can imagine when it's a little bit more crowded... A little bit more people into it. I went on a Thursday. It was, I could imagine it's a it's a probably a cool hookup spot for teens. You know, I could just imagine you're with your friends. You know, in high school or even you know in your early twenties. Even myself, you take a date there and you're like, "Fuck, this shit is." Let's go to Miawa. Let's have a fucking blast. That's what it's for. Um. So yeah, that's I I recommend Miawa now. When else I was there, I was at the link. A lot of stuff was closed down. Had me some margaritas the first night. The main thing I did do was Meow Wolf. But I went to, walked around the strip a little bit. Was it the Venetian? I was going to ride the gondolas, but I didn't, I didn't do it. Uh, I was at the Palazzo. I was looking for some high-end food, which I didn't get. Because a lot of the restaurants in Las Vegas, especially the high-end ones, are... Um, Currently, 
under COVID lockdown. So, which is a bummer. I mean, it's not a bummer, but it is. Um, but I did, I did walk around the link a little bit. I gambled a little bit. I won a little bit. Um, but the main thing I did there that was fun, that was just completely different, was Meow Wolf. And, and then, that was what I wanted to talk about that before, um, you know, a whole nother week went by. And, uh, you know, I didn't, wasn't able to talk about it, but, but I gambled a little bit out there. I came up on, uh, like 200 bucks, 230 bucks, you know, paid for the stay. So I was happy there. Um, and just overall, I mean, I had a fun there. I drank a lot Wednesday night, um, the video arcades for the kids are closed currently, but as these things start opening up, as as these vaccines start coming through, I can just imagine, you know, Vegas going to be popping. So is California as well. You know, Disneyland and things of the nature are going to go. They're going to be popping. So, but I, you know, I, I I just pulled away, went drove to Vegas. I got like I said, got drunk, threw up a couple times. Uh, I went to the Grand Lux Cafe and I think the Venetian. And I had me a chicken and shrimp jambalaya. <sighs> Fucking amazing. That was good. That was the best thing I ate there. Um, phenomenal. Phenomenal chicken and shrimp jambalaya. Can't stress that enough. That was good. The Grand Lux Cafe at the Venetian. I think it's 24-7. Fucking good. I ate there. I ate there last time with uh, the ex. And I ate there now on my own. Good. Also, the craft beer I had there. Uh, Huddle. H-U-D-L. I think it's out of Henderson, Nevada or somewhere. That's an amazing beer. But after like six or seven of them. Uh, I was puking up my gut. So you take that. I think it's like eight or nine percent alcohol, but it's a good fucking beer. It's a dark beer. It's fucking good. Um, Hudl Huddle. That's what it's called. It doesn't get any better than that, man. That beer is fucking amazing. Um, but after that, I came back. I, I left Wednesday morning. I came back Friday morning. Or actually, Friday at like three in the afternoon. Um. And I was, you know, just had a, I had some fun out there, you know, just didn't do much relaxing as I thought I was going to do. I ended up relaxing yesterday and I'm relaxing today before Monday rolls around and I get back up on this horse, this life horse and, you know, continue on living this life. But that's going to do it for this episode. Like I said, I just was an impromptu weekday getaway Vegas trip. Um... Next week, I don't know what I'm going to talk about next week. Uh, maybe we'll go over another album of music. Or maybe we'll see what happens. But I think, you know what? I think we're going to get the first episode next week. Or this week, Friday. of. Um, we might get the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So that might be on the horizon here. Shortly, not 100% sure, but I think it is coming out 
I think it was supposed to be out two weeks past WandaVision. So last week was WandaVision. That was a high. You you know what? Before I this late last this latest episode of Black Hover Black Oath. Uh, it was a good fucking episode. Good. Maybe we'll talk a little Black Clover. Um, and maybe Jujutsu Kaisen. Uh, going forward. Because those, those two are like the top animes for me right now. Um, I'm watching them weekly though. But they're... And, and I'm caught up with them. Uh, but those are... Those are good. So... I'm in this here. I'll catch up with you guys next week. I'm out.